The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh-Moller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. We've got a regular work week going on here mm. at the Star in Frisco. It's a Wednesday, <laughs> and it's the official start of Bill's week. My <laughs> wait, week. Wait, Very cute. <laughs> I just thought of that as soon as wow. I said it. Wow. You, you know, you're too happy with yourself. <laughs> too happy with yourself. And we got a lot to get to. After mm. missing on a Tuesday, but ever since at least two of us were hard at work. It wasn't me. I shouldn't say us. Two of them were hard. Yeah, two of them on, were hard, yeah, at, work. Yeah, hard yes. at work on Tuesday. Yes. Had yes, our we red aprons on, didn't mm. we? Had your red aprons on, serving up uh, something? No, just trying to stay clean with all the stuff we had to pick up and move. Tell and us what you did. Savannah should start off. She had I a harder did, job. I did the shopping. So I was running around. I got a list of families who I had to go pick out some gifts for, and I'd run around the and warehouse where was this? to go find At the Salvation, Salvation Army, Army Warehouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Salvation Army right Warehouse. Right off of Harry Hines? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And then I would bag it all up, make sure the kids had all the gifts that they wanted or needed, and then Mickey was doing the cars. I did the, the, pickups. the pickups. So when the cars would pull in, they had a number, and so they pulled their number out and gave it to us, and we had to go down the aisles and find the bags that she was stuffing, and then we had a big shopping cart, and then we bring it outside, yeah. and then the people outside take it and put it in the cars. So how many were involved in this endeavor? There was too many. <laughs> There's a lot of people. We had oh, a yeah. lot of volunteers. It was great, and, yeah. And fewer cars. Cowboys employees, yes. volunteers. Yeah, and we had the 2.30 to 5.30 shift that ended early because the the cars disappeared. They we didn't have as many as last year's. No. The, last year they were lined up for a mile I, down I was there. the street. I was there last right? year. Right? Yeah. And this year uh, I so I took I made two runs. I waited in line forever to make my third run. I got right to the front. I was next and they got a f- phone call cuz these uh, they uh, the cars had to line up at Red River in the parking lot there to get their qualification to go and then yeah. they get a number well there were no more cars at red river <laughs> and so they told us yeah you can do something else but uh we have no more cars coming by and it was like are you serious i waited all this time and i didn't get my next pickup run uh so most of us left early but savannah stayed to the end I did. With the primary role there. Good to give back. Yes. Yeah. It's and that it, time it, of the year. It is fun. So, um, and the people are very appreciative of getting all that stuff that they ask for. And it's not just uh, uh, for kids stuff. There was mm-hmm. also like older adults that needed things like blankets right. or stuff like that. So, yeah, it was pretty neat. All right. So here we are. A Players back to work today and uh, getting set for the Buffalo Bills. And a late arrival, so they didn't need to be here till 1030, 1045. Uh, and it will be a late afternoon practice because Bill's not doing his press conference till 330. So he's still 
Bill. What are you doing your press conference? <laughs> 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 Uh, so Mark yeah, McCarthy's not doing his press conference, Phil. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it is Bill's Bills. week. Bill's not the Bill's week. press Bills conference. Week, yeah. <laughs> McCarthy press You're conference at three thirty. Yeah, uh, and so he's doing you know whatever he can to get them off his, their feet for as long as possible before they start their preparation for the Bills. That's right, and uh, the Bills who have uh, gotten back on track here in the last couple of weeks after things were. W- uh, things were wavering for them uh, early in November and now uh, just in time to play the Cowboys and host the Cowboys on Sunday at 325. Um, so they, they fired their together. offensive coordinator, right? Isn't that what yep, happened a few weeks two ago. weeks ago? Yep. A couple of weeks ago. So have things panned out better for the Buffalo offense, Spags? Well, not really. No? Well, they... They did score, so in two of the last three games that they've won, uh, they've they've put up 32 against the Jets in a 32-6 win. Uh-huh. They put up 34 against Philadelphia in an overtime loss because they gave up 37, mm-hmm. but had the winning touchdown pass in the end zone when the receiver looked the wrong way. <laughs> well, how do you know it's on the receiver? Did well, he say? I, I don't think the guy could. Well, to me, I could, it didn't look like he could find the football. Mm-hmm. And then only 20 points against Kansas City, but did that was win after they won their bye week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they won their bye week. Yeah. Right. So they've. So at one point, if they won two of their last three, they were five and. They were five six. and they were yeah. Well, they were five and. Five. They were five and five. Five and five. And yeah. uh, beat the Jets thirty-two to six. Then lost in overtime to Philadelphia to fall back to six and six. Had their bye week, and then this past Sunday, the game at Kansas City, the Kadarius Tony game. See how we put it on. There you go. <laughs> why, why can't we call this? Well, okay, so for Kansas City, we're going to call the first part of the season the Matt Nagy games because he can't. Call plays is uh-huh. that what we're doing because it seems like that's what they're trying Correlation to put the blame for every single game. Yeah, they say uh-huh. they say they say. I mean, forever and ever, that will be known as the Kadarius Tony game, right? <laughs> the just, one just where like, he just like the Leon Lett game, da, da, da. just like the Everson the Walls game. The one where he da da da. <laughs> the right. one where Everson didn't da 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 da. Yeah, I know. I got it. <laughs> At least you didn't step out of uh, step over the line, right? No, I didn't. But so is Matt Nagy that bad? Play call. Oh, I, I have. I mean, no they idea. they talk about him. You know, I thought. I well, thought they talked about me. Uh, the enemy was was, you know, the reason for. We've shifted to chief well. stock now. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm just, but but it's one of those things where Andy Reid's running that offense. Yeah. Right. He may not be calling every play, mm-hmm. but I mean that was the enemy's problem. He couldn't get out under the shadow of Andy Reid to get a head coaching job. So I'm looking up the weather report yes, please. in Buffalo That's this important. week because do I need my we winter? got we got to keep keep an eye on that a little bit. You're you're probably gonna do need I need my winter, winter coat? coat. Yes, it is looking like a 49. Okay. For the high, 42 for the low. Okay. Raining potential rain. Mm-hmm. Light rain around 3 p.m. Which uh, is basically nightfall there. Wind 10 miles per hour <laughs> is the report. Oh, that's right not now. bad. 10 miles per hour. 
But so if I, the temperature heard, drops a little, it's snow and not rain. I heard, right. I heard some guy this morning, he was on the ticket. I, know, I don't know if he knew what the hell he was talking about, but he's talking about lake effect snow and lake effect weather and all of that. Do you know who that guy was? Yeah, I don't know who it was, but I know about lake effect weather. I think his name was, was Mickey. I was, li- I, was no. I was listening to Mickey this I wasn't morning. on this morning. I w- you, yes, you were. You're I was not on, on 1122. Okay. On the fan. On the okay. fan. Okay. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. I just said you got to be ready for all the elements. Mm-hmm. And I know all about. I thought I recognized that voice. It kind of gave me a little. All about Lake Effect. shiver. Because <laughs> I grew up south of the lake. Mm-hmm. And this time of the year, uh, I mean, we're basically shortest day of the year is coming up here, the 21st. And uh, upstate New York, I mean, it gets dark at what time? Five. About, uh, about <laughs> maybe three twenty-five. Three twenty-five Dallas time. It's getting dark in Buffalo. So or it's probably already dark. There, yeah, it's already it's dark. Probably the first quarter will not finish with any. Yeah, that's right. So it's basically it is basically a night game. So, yeah. that, but it only gets lo- the lowest forty-two. That's yeah, not so it's it, it, bad at all. We talk forty-nine is the high. It's going to be mm-hmm. closer to forty-two that's with a forty percent chance of rain. <laughs> spring day in Buffalo. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. And it probably just feels colder there. See, and then we had we had uh, the other part of the discussion was being able to win on the road. Mm-hmm. And my point is, they're three and three on the road, but two of the games that they lost were against two of the teams that have the best records in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, was it the road or was it the opponent uh, that you have to factor in? Now, I can't I can't answer for Arizona. Uh, no elements. You're indoors. <laughs> against a bad opponent and you know and you had three offensive linemen missing but you still gave up 28 points it makes you want to curse doesn't it yeah it sure does because i if you remember it makes no sense after whatsoever. that game i said that, that they're gonna pay for that loss at some point during the season and it could come back to haunt them since it was an nfc loss you know when you look at buffalo at home they have been somewhat dominant at times, but they have lost some big games at home. Going back to last year, uh, I believe it was was that Cincinnati. Last year? Was lost it to Cincinnati? And, and yeah, the, they knocked and, them out. And right? that was bad field bad, conditions. Yeah, it yeah. should have been their field conditional. Mm-hmm. That should have been what they were accustomed to. But you know, when you're coming from Cincinnati, I guess that's just another Sunday. And you look at their home games this year. Okay, the last time they played at home was November 19th, the Jets game, which was a win, 32-6. to The previous Monday night, they lost to Denver, and everybody's losing to Denver mm. these days. 24-22 was the uh, final score there. And prior to that, a win over Tampa Bay, 24-18. They beat the Giants, 14-9. Oh, stay my beating heart. They lost. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry, that was in London. Uh, it was neutral. They lost to Miami at home, 48-20 to on October 1st. And uh, actually, they, no, they, won. They, they won over Miami 48 to 20 October 1st, and they beat Las Vegas at home mm-hmm. 38 to 10. So they started off the season very strong at home. They're just, they're just not that impressive at home. It seems like when things start going bad, and I know this happened to an extreme comparison, the one game we won in 1989 was on the road. You know, sometimes you get tired of losing at home and. You need to be away from your people. Sunday night at Washington. Mm-hmm. And Washington came in and 
they were indignant. They could have run right over the Cowboys, but they kept throwing the football. They yep. couldn't complete. I think Doug Williams came back from a back injury, from a bad back. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, huh? It is. <laughs> Don't ask me what happened last year, though. Can you rem- can you remember the details? Can you remember the details from the fifteen losses? <laughs> they all just it's a lot, it's a lot together. easier. They all just run together. Here's it's a lot easier to remember the details of your only winning. Here's the here's the detail I remember from that year. So they were zero and eight. And at that point, it was like, you know, you were kind of analyzing what was going on and you're picking on them on this was bad and that was bad. And then you come to the conclusion, they're just bad. So there's there's no sense picking <laughs> on they're them, just right? Bad. So they're they're just understand bad. what you're doing. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, right. you know what? I'm going to see NFL history, the first team to go 0-16, oh, right? And then when they... When they won the game, it was like, oh, hell, now it's just a bad season. I thought I was going to be covering something really significant. It just occurred to me that 1-15 in 15 season was a lot like my golf game. <laughs> horrible on 17 holes. And it's that one, one, one hole where I hit it. brings you back, it, Bill. It right. brings you back. That's right. Yeah. So. Anyway, all right, we're just getting started on this edition of Mixed Shots. So much to get to when we come back in a moment. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. You guys, Brandon Aubrey, named special teams player May, of the week. That's right. For the second time this year. Mickey's boy. Four for four in that game. 30 Mickey's for 30 boy. on the season with uh, field goals of what? 60, 59, 50, and 45? Something that's like that. That's right. That was impressive. First that, NFL that kicker to make two 50-plus, 59-plus field goals in the same game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. How about that? Did you see who the offensive players of the week are in both yes. conferences? Yes. That's I did. crazy. Jets quarterback isn't Zach Wilson is the offensive player of the week in the AFC. And my guy, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> DeVito. In the NFC. That's crazy. DeVito and all the paisans. <laughs> God, what a picture that was. That's His crazy, agent, man. all the things. Uh, out of central casting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know there's going to be a movie. Right. And they don't even have to – they just can use real real people. Oh, you know? and they would all just love it too. Uh, no fake Jersey accents, no fake Italian accents. Uh-huh. Authentification. Very authentic. You know, the two so, Monday night games, uh, I was thinking about this as I was watching it un- unfold. All right, so you had – Basically, three first-year quarterbacks, first-year starters. Because okay. everybody's hurt. And, well, with Jordan, well, Jordan Love with Green Bay, it's, even right. though he's in the league for his fourth year, he's finally playing for the first time. Okay. So he leads a comeback to take the lead. And then DeVito leads the Giants back for the game-winning field goal. And then if you, f- if you flip over to the Tennessee-Miami game, and there's the second-round draft pick, Will Levis, getting his opportunity against the mighty Dolphins, who lost players left and right, including Connor Williams for the season. By the way, Connor Williams yes, won't be I playing see that, but against Cowboys next Connor week. Connor McGovern will be. Yeah, that's right, this week for Buffalo. Uh, Stroud, but, Stroud not so much, right? Didn't he get beat? And C.J. Stroud got knocked out late in the game yeah. uh, for Houston. Um, but anyway, so then, um, and you had another backup quarterback starting for Seattle. Yeah, but I was just talking about the Monday night games. I know, and, I know. But what, <laughs> I was doing the whole league. But but you look at there are three quarterbacks who, from different walks of college life, okay, uh, who had an opportunity in prime time on Monday night and came through. And it got me to thinking, and it actually made those games more compelling to me just to see if these rookie quarterbacks or first-year starter quarterbacks could come through in the clutch, and they did in that case Monday night. Added some intrigue to those games. And by the way, to amplify what she said about Brandon Aubrey, that's his second mm-hmm. player, special teams player of the week. Week uh, eight. Honor. Right. Week, week eight, eight. Mm-hmm. after the Rams game. Mm-hmm. I think that's when he finally broke the consecutive streak mm-hmm. and now has extended it to 30 for 30 mm-hmm. uh, and had a horde of cameras and reporters around him in the locker room. He, about time. They don't really give him much notice, you know, they, much uh, coverage. Right. You know, he's a guy that uh, we're really taking for granted. That's what I see. Well, think about this. Mm-hmm. Think about when we started in training camp. 
and we're all going. We're looking for what's the kicker. What's the weakness of this team? Well, they don't really have a kicker. Mm -hmm. We don't know what's going on. And what was it? And that's coming into the season we had, right? Uh, yeah. And mm -hmm. then they, and then right away they cut Tristan Viscaino, and it's like. Okay, the rookie who's never <laughs> kicked in the NFL before, who's only kicked two seasons professionally, only kicked two seasons in his life for a team, is now the kicker. Mm -hmm. And by God, he's 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 been unflappable uh, so far. And we he, said the same thing last year, you know, with Brett Maher. Mm -hmm. He was it, doing so well, and then the playoffs happened. He was doing so well. Well, he, look. If it wasn't for the playoffs, if the Cowboys are in the playoffs, he's making three million dollars a year this year because of what he did in the in the regular season. Mm -hmm. Which all and I It really wasn't the playoffs, it was the Titans game. Right? That's when he started. No, it was messing Tampa up. Bay. Was Tampa No, I mean it was the, the in last the playoffs game. Or the it regular was the last season? game of the season no, I thought that he was screwing was up. Washington. Yeah, he was screwing up that game. He missed the, or a missed extra point got blocked and I think yeah. he missed the field goal. Yeah, that's when I, you could see something was going bad. The, the wheels last were coming regular off. season game. <laughs> you know, the, the time it couldn't be off. worse. Yeah, but it, you know what? He let that lumpy field get in his head. Tampa. The, what, the, the, the lump, field in Tampa. The lumpy field followed him to the other game? No, the, I'm saying in Tampa. <laughs> I understand Tampa. that, but I mean mentally it oh. followed him. Well, yes. sometimes when you're perfect, you got to be careful mm -hmm. because now you got to handle the inhuman. Yeah. And so far this guy's handled it all pretty darn well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the league meetings are going on in Dallas as we speak. Yes. Really? And uh, the uh, news today, the NFL will play a regular season game in Brazil next year. I thought that was yesterday, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> What's the date today? 13th. It is. December 13th. Dateline Dallas, December 13th. NFL it plays a regular today. season game in Brazil in 2024. First ever in South America. And... The NFL will have played a regular or preseason game in five of the seven continents. Africa and Antarctica got next. I what? think I think that's probably that's not going to happen. That's, that's, that's a joke. shame. The brothers okay. always get left out, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's a shame. Um, in Africa, we can't find. How them. many football stadiums they have? They can build what you want. Well, you're right. <laughs> they can build what you want. <laughs> so next year, game three in London, one in Munich, and one in Brazil for five international games. And who's playing in them? And we will find out uh, early next year oh. who's going to be playing in the <laughs> game in Brazil. And this just in four minutes ago, more international NFL news. Clubs approved an increase in the number of international games from four up to eight in 2025, no club will be required to play more than one game outside of North America in the same season unless they choose to, Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so eight international games in two years, in 2025. Mickey, you have your passport updated. I, I do. As a matter of fact, I've got the uh, – what's the thing that's better than the TSA – Pre-check, mm -hmm. global entry. Nice. Okay. Yes, I got approved. 
Yeah, I know some drug dealers, too. They get approved on So that they're going to let me out and <laughs> let me in. Yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> you so where boys. do you think they're sending the Cowboys? Brazil. Take Brazil next year? Don't you it's think? It's about time the Cowboys made one of these international yeah. trips. As long as they don't say you got to give up a home Brazil, game. Brazil, Germany, and in London would be really cool, too. They've done that. Already yeah. done that. Yeah, even I did that. But Been there, done cool. that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was a good trip. 2014 and 1986. In a preseason game. That's right. When was the last time they went to play internationally? 2014. 2014? We spent a, a week in London. That was the Joseph Randall game. Really? What happened? He ran for. He had a good day. A, oh, it's a good. Brian, oh, you're yeah, naming a, 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 a good game after someone. That's I didn't right. know you That's could right. do that. Okay, <laughs> we're getting optimistic. A big game. Here. Uh-huh. <laughs> so ten years later, that would be. Yeah. I remember Super. trying to find some tasty food in London. Well, you had to eat other international food. Yeah, I did. Not the English. I did. Food. I did. Because yeah. the Hard Rock Cafe. They, they, the, I mean, how do you mess up Hard Rock Cafe food? It, it As I remember, the hotel, <laughs> it was horrible, man. It the was... hotel we were staying at, the best food was breakfast. It was just an array of stuff. The best place around there was you walk right down the street behind the Hilton, and there was an Italian joint. Right. White, white tablecloth, everything. Had a great meal. Do you remember the uh, London preseason game? Uh, against the Bears. No, it was against the Lions. No, he's talking recently. Oh, oh the recent. Yeah, the 93. No, I, I wasn't there, but I remember Oh, that. you weren't there? No, I was oh. freelancing. Oh, okay. Hadn't have anybody to. Uh, I was on the charter, and so we had to, it was a night game, London time, and then we, the charter didn't leave until hours after the game, and so we had to check our bags and everything, and then there was a wait after the game, back at the hotel, waiting to take off, and. Uh, so in the hotel lobby, restaurant slash bar, we're all waiting the hours out. What I remember most from that trip was Nate in Frisco. <laughs> Nate in Frisco does not remember this, I'm sure. But you know, you know how playful Nate in Frisco could be I with the media. I can't imagine. <laughs> I remember walking by him going into the restaurant slash bar and Nate and Frisco hit me in the chest. <laughs> oh, gosh. I've never been hit harder in my life. I about took the breath out of me. <laughs> it, it just it, it was a love tap from Nate and Frisco. I hope he's listening it right was, now. It was, a, it was a love tap. But for me, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I got a feel for... Just how physical the National Football League must be if that's a love tap. He didn't even put his weight behind it. He just, uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, was, oh my uh, goodness. And the reporter will go unnamed, but was that the game where someone did their TV live shot with a win and a loss? Because yeah, they had we to leave. Taped, early. taped it ahead of time. Taped it ahead taped of the it game. Ahead of time. A win and a loss. Mm, a loss and, and an ended in a tie. It a tie. Oh, come on. <laughs> So they had to send they had to send the reports ahead of time, and so you try to cover yourself with okay, Cowboys. Well, our reporter was having a bad day. That's a bad day. Yeah, a bad day at work. And he's sitting there watching the game, I'm sure, going, "No." (laughs) I think it was a 13-13 tie. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. 
So, back, your... back to the Bills mm -hmm. game. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Bills week. Yeah. Um, this one is somewhat critical when it comes to injuries with Jonathan Hankins. Mm -hmm. uh, now, they're saying sprained ankle. I think we've heard high sprained ankle. Which is worse. Yes, especially for a guy that's 325 pounds. Uh, and Dan Quinn talked about how important Jonathan Hankins has been on their defense, talking about how he's square, keeps square to the line of scrimmage against the run. He's strong and has experience. And that, uh, yeah. Dan, and he's been playing well. And he, you know, he's got three sacks now. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's one sack. That's why I that's picked him for my click to pick. And then he got well, hurt on And then he got hurt. <laughs> Oh, so will will Mozzie Smith then step in? I would imagine he gets the first opportunity. I figured out he's only averaging, uh, I just wrote it down, like 13, 15 snaps a game. And his most has been in the blowout win over the Giants. The second time around, he had like 24 snaps. So he hasn't really played that much. Uh, there's a possibility, and they probably will do it. Carl Davis Jr. That was, was on the practice that was a, squad. That was a under the radar big signing, so to speak. And I, I knew literally he was a, a big veteran. signing last last month. Yes. And it was uh, Carl Davis. I believe he's been with New England earlier this nine, year. Nine year career. This yeah, is his I mean, he's year. big guy from Iowa. But it was that was looking ahead. What if something happens to Jonathan Hankins? How, I mean, as a personnel department, you're going through the roster and say, okay, it's what ifs at every position. And Carl Davis was a guy that became available, and they decided to sign into the practice squad. And the main reason for that, he's a trusted veteran guy who's got nine years' experience in the league. And if anything happens to Jonathan Hankins, then you got that, as Randy White would call it, big bazooka to put in the middle of the defensive line. 335 pounds. Mm -hmm. Wow. And see, Mozzie is not 335 no. pounds. I think that's one reason. I don't think They could see that Mozzie yeah. was not doing well. Well, and Mozzie, you say that? as the season has gone on, uh, Mozzie, when he was drafted, was listed as 325 pounds. He is closer probably to 300 pounds than he is 325 mm, now. For some and so, reason, it lists it as 328 for Mozzie. 328. Right now. There you go. And now, but he's actually what? He's down. I heard he was. Down in the low 300s. Oh, you mean like uh, this is at the time, here. at the time of the Carl Davis <clears throat> signing. Yeah. That and you know. How do you how do you have that much of a uh, discrepancy? Well, that's may, Michigan. Uh, maybe just working out. You're working and out and Michigan. eating. You know. you know what I'm you're, saying. And <laughs> you eating know how right. They do you yeah. know like oh yeah he's three twenty three fifty but uh, then he's he's six he's four but he's man. really six two you know. They he's 210 pounds. No, he's really about 197. They wouldn't put my 128 in the <laughs> program when I was in high school. So that's what I'm saying. What well, is it them being just generous with the numbers at Michigan when we drafted him? Or oh, I think so he to legitimately you, to weighed that, and then and he legitimately lost 20 plus pounds. I think so. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, if, if it's if if he if he can lose, and that's where they're pounds. actually looking at him as being more of a three technique type than a one technique, yeah. you know, at that at three hundred pounds over three twenty five. It changes but, the whole narrative about him, uh -huh. right? Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So now he could get back up, 
you know. And that's hard to do. So they, those, maybe they, maybe to they do, have to figure to out in a. Uh, well, the other part way. of it is is they figure out his metabolism, you know, with the workout schedule they have here and what he really needs to eat yeah. in order to maintain if they want him to play at three twenty five. That's quite a change. Know? That's quite a change. But okay, so the Cowboys are monitoring that as they go along the season. They realize, okay, what if we lost Jonathan Hankins? Then mm-hmm. what? You know, and. And this is nothing against Mozzie Smith. He, if he's not the same person that you drafted, which was be in that rotation mm-hmm. with Hankins, whatever, then you need somebody. And so Carl Davis, uh, I thought it was a a uh, shrewd move to bring him in in case you were without Hankins for a game or two. I'm, I'm curious to see how uh, Mozzie would play under this new mm-hmm. body. You know, yeah. How, how would it help him improve? Well, you know, will he get dominated? Well, because he early he, he was, I mean, I don't know, it had to do with his weight, but he was slow off the ball, and slow off the. Anytime snap. you're losing twenty plus pounds, it, you're going to be affected in some way, and hopefully for the better. Right. It's, that's something that that's that's quite a move. I know he's still, you know, a three hundred pound guy, but that's quite a move to make weight wise. It has to affect his quickness in a good way. And then the only other. Defensive lineman that they have that's kind of a tackle, 6'5, 385, Prevalent Wil- Prevalent, is that how you say it? Pre- they call him Pre mm-hmm. Willington. Uh, but he's a first year guy, so he hadn't played much. How big is he? 6'5, it says. The weight. 285. I thought you said 385. No, no, 285. <laughs> I, th- I thought you said 385. I might have, but it's 285. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. He's yeah. 285. 285. He's not 385. That sounds like a defensive end. Willington Prevalon. Doesn't it? That sounds like a defensive end. Yeah, right. or a three like technique. A, or a five technique. Yeah. Yeah. So that, from a size standpoint, yeah, and, and Quinn said that we would, you know, do it from within, and mm-hmm. I saw somebody's Sue name came. I thought somebody had already signed him, didn't they? You had mentioned it last week, but upon further review, that signing did not take place. Oh, it, it did was not. Just, no, it Philadelphia. Was brought you can't, him you in can't be spreading false information. Yeah, that's yeah. true, too. <laughs> we, have a, we have a reputation. But how about, good, <laughs> how about good information, by the way? So guess what was sitting in everybody's locker today? A mm-hmm. hoodie. And what was on the hoodie? Dolly Parton. Uh, uh, here we go. <laughs> here, we, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm about to. Here we go. Here we go. About two weeks later. And it wasn't go. It was four O's and go. Oh, I got you. Very good. I, I just and written who, that. Who had suggested that? The marketing campaign. Uh, me. That's right. And <laughs> I had just written it. And I said, There's they a got hashtag. It. Here we. Here we go. With with multiple O's on the end because the Steelers have the you know a couple of years ago the NFL wide they had uh, hashtags for each team well the Steelers stole here we go mm-hmm. with a steel a built in Steeler logo on the end of it so we have to add the O's you have to add the O's and it's not customized uh, fortunately someone who follows me on Twitter I was I threw it out there and then he gave me the little Cowboys star logo to put on the end of it but it's not. You have to add it every time. And I don't have it. And you know why it took off, don't you? What? Because Jason Garrett asked uh, Dak Dak about it in the Mm pregame interview. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't know about this until Jason asked him about it. We had no idea he was saying, here we go. What the rest of the world (laughs) didn't know was he wanted to know how it started. And 
J uh, and Dak said, well, that's funny because somebody just asked me that the other day. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Mickey. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey got a shout-out. Shout-out nice. on national TV. Did he say your last name? Huh? No, he didn't. He just said Mickey. Everybody Because he knows. Everybody he knows. He was talking Come to on. Jason, right? He didn't Come need on. a last name, right? You know, they're friends. <laughs> he and Dak, they're close friends. So how many people who heard that interview Mickey knew who? who they were referring to? The Cowboy Mickey. fans know. Uh, yeah. Ask Everson. I would have known. He sees, I known. He sees it every I Saturday afternoon, right? That's right, baby. Mickey is an icon. <laughs> <laughs> he is. It was pretty funny. So what was the story behind it? The Here With, We Go? Because he pulled Tyler Biotish, I, I right? Thought I didn't talk about it Friday. You did. I did, right? Yeah. Yeah, he pulled Tyler over, mm -hmm. and Tyler said, well, you kept saying, let's go, let's go. And he said, at one point, you said, here we go, come on, because he wanted like everybody, everybody to shut, the hell shut up. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used a different term. I, when I was talking to them, I said, I used an F in there. Right. I was like, yeah. Because <laughs> huh. it's time well, to get what, the, what that mean? Got the, time the, to get the cadence going, right? Clock's running out on it. Shut up. It's Fort. Here we go. It's time for a break here on Mix Shots. We're back in a moment. Long time ago. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite and the Cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. To mixed shots. Get a frame-worthy family holiday photo with Santa at the Star, presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District through December 24th. Book your visit before December 9th and save $5 with the code STAR5. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more info. We're past December 9th on this, so yes, you can't we are. use that $5 code, everybody. Sorry. 
Uh, Mickey just asked a question, and uh, I think we probably should address it as we kick off Bill's week here. Mickey, you're asking a question about the Bill's nickname? Yeah, why did they name them the Bill's? Well, according to Wikipedia, the Bill's name is derived from an All-America football conference franchise from Buffalo that was in turn named after... Western Frontiersman Buffalo Bill. I had it. I had it. (laughs) Excellent. Why would they pick that? Buffalo's not got anything to do with Westerns and Cowboys. Yeah, Buffalo 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 Bill, Bill, the original, it's from, I think, Colorado. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Because don't they have his... They do Buffalo Bill's Days in Denver, where they celebrate. Because don't they have... There's a, a... a tombstone, I think. The, oh, buffalo the buff- his I think it's like a buffalo ranch. Yeah, it's that's right. Place There's where the buffaloes buffalo. are roaming along I-70. Yes. Buffalo Bill passed away in 1917 <laughs> at age 70 in Denver in his Dang. resting place at Lookout Mountain, Colorado. So the Bills were just trying to be Denver Broncos. Yes. The Denver Broncos should be named the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, right? The Denver, <laughs> the Denver Bills. Bills. Have, uh, <laughs> <sound right. laughs> uh, okay. So well, we got, we got to, to the bottom up. of that. We don't play Buffalo very often. Do I mean... We have played them in Super Bowls, though. And, I think so. And um, did, Do you think that question was posed back then? I don't think so. Don't know, we just accepted things back then. That's right. Now yeah, we question. Um, I, I questioned things back then. Yeah. And it got your ass in trouble, too, because <laughs> nobody else got your back. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is, what's the today's date? 13th. 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 Um, we... Uh, we're remiss when yes, we last we convened, were. weren't we? Mm-hmm. Yes, we were. Why? What we miss on Monday? Man, we missed an important freaking holiday, dude. December 11th. December yeah, 11th. What? Yeah. <laughs> What's significant <laughs> about December 11th? <laughs> we missed the one and only Mickey Spagnola's birthday. <laughs> you guys. It's okay if you guys miss it. As long as I don't. As long as I don't miss the mm-hmm. birthday. Well, we happy belated so birthday. Belated birthday. Mm-hmm. We won't say what birthday. number it was. Well, we right? can if we want. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know how. <laughs> it uh, correlates with uh, Chuma. Oh, really? Yeah. So you passed uh, Buffalo Bill's resting (laughs) (laughs) age. That's right. Absolutely. Well, doesn't Uh Everson have a December birthday? Mm Mm-hmm. I do. But it's not Chumi yeah. Doga's birthday. And it ain't I mean, not, it is not here yet. And yep. you guys didn't miss it. We missed yours, man. I cannot believe that. I'll, have to, I'll fall on the sword on that one because I know we talked about it at the uh, Q&A on Saturday. So, yeah, we should have said something. Did they sing happy birthday to you at the Q&A on Saturday, uh, an early birthday I gift? Don't, I don't believe so. No, we did okay. not. We did not. That's on me. I shouldn't have missed that birthday. Mm. That's right, because, Chris, it's my brother's birthday. Oh. <laughs> same day. And guess what? Yeah. His birthday and my sister's birthday on the same day, too. Wow. Wait a second. Whose birthday and your sister's? Chris. Chris's. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. 
not the same year, but the same day. Still, yeah, yeah. same so day. So when is when is producer Supreme's birthday? January twelfth. Oh, we'll still oh, be doing this going. January twelfth. Oh, I'm gonna have to use a cap, Chris. Okay. I'll write it all down. Chris is a cap. Savannah Winters. July seventh. Okay. We won't be we doing not the show. Be doing <laughs> That's okay. The day, Sorry, the day after they signed Brandon Aubrey. There you go. go. There you go. You know who I I'll share a that. birthday with? Mm. Who? My sister. Oh, okay. My twin sister. Because you're a twin. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. I did not know that. Uh, I'm a twin. Yeah. Wow. She's much better looking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I also share a birthday with Micah Parsons. Oh, wow. Now, that's just too much. Mm-hmm. May 26th. I, I think you changed your birthday just so I, it could be I can Micah always Parsons. remember Micah Parsons' birthday. It's May 26th. Mine was Denzel, is Denzel Washington. So when's your birthday? December 28th. December 28th. Mm-hmm. I'm writing it all down. Okay. So where are we on? That'll be a Thursday, December 28th. We will have a show that day, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I'll be here. <laughs> oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. Come on, man. You party on your birthday. Come on. That's uh, a joke. A party gotta, here mm, on your birthday. That, That's right. That is, does not sound fun. Okay, so what do we need to study up for for tomorrow's episode of Mix Shots? What would you like our homework assignment Josh, to be? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. You got it. Who you passed over that game against Philadelphia a little bit. And my sources in Philadelphia, and I remember watching it on television, but. The guy that was on the sideline watching that game said Josh Allen's game against Philadelphia was one of the best quarterback performances he has witnessed. Hmm. Just what he had endured that day. and That game was unbelievable. He carried the team. Mm-hmm. And should have thrown the game-winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get Josh Allen's best effort on Sunday. I would imagine. I would imagine along with uh, – some guy named Diggs, too, huh? And that's my uh, aspect. I'm looking at it from that aspect. I want to see how their DBs are going to play us. I want to see how it, this uh, environment, the weather, you know, how, how would that affect our offense on the road in a place that we really – these guys never played in Buffalo. None of these guys ever played in Buffalo. I'd love to see – I'm going to love to see how we – how they handle our – our passing game. I don't think they can. So I'm looking at DBs. I'm looking at linebackers who's going to be trying to cover our tight ends because Ferguson's going to have a day. You know, can they stop the run? These are things I have. I know nothing about Buffalo. And these are the things I'm going to be looking forward to finding out. You know, the big thing is Mickey's looking up something in the media guy that's going to be very pertinent to what you just said, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Last two times the Cowboys played Buffalo – They've gotten beat 16 to 6 in Buffalo in 15, and then 26 15 in Dallas in 2019. The last time we played in Buffalo was when? 2015. So Dak or Romo would have been mm-hmm. out. Do you know who the quarterback was that day? 2015. <laughs> well, it was. It would have been. Um, uh, he's looking it up. <laughs> he acts like he knows Kel- his head while Kellen, he's looking Kellen it up. Moore. <laughs> Kellen Moore. It was at towards Kellen the end Moore? of the season. Wow. Yeah. Kellen Moore was the quarterback. Second to last game of the season, they had kicked the bucket already and decided that let's see what this kid can do. How did they do? I think mm. he did. 
I think he did okay. <laughs> I, I mean, he didn't. He, he didn't put up but six points. So uh, did much better against Washington the next week, although they got beat 34-23. You know, uh, when you look at this Buffalo team, and I think the one of the main reasons that they started uh, the wheels started coming off on their season. In October was when they lost their linebacker, Matt Milano, mm -hmm. and they lost their cornerback, Tredavious White, mm -hmm. within a week of each other. And right after that, they lost to Jacksonville. Then they just beat the Giants 14-9. to They lost at New England, of all places, 29-25. Then they beat Tampa Bay by just a touchdown. Then they lost at Cincinnati, and then they lost to Denver. So that's one, two, three, four. Four losses in six games after they lost Milano and White to injuries. But those but are now defensive they, players, it, and they're not scoring right. on offense after they lost defensive players. Yeah, right. So right. they were in disarray yeah. all the way around. But I think you take the two of their best players, Milano. You can make the argument he's their best player on mm -hmm. defense, and that's a setback for a team and a, a team that's already strapped against the cap as far as any replacements go. Yeah. You know. So uh, now you're catching them after they've recovered from that, okay, and they've they've sorted things out. So which makes it more of a challenge facing them in December than back in October. We will see. Especially okay. it's in Buffalo. There you go. All right. You think they still remember the losses in the Super Bowl? Is oh, that yeah. too far away? No, it ago? is not. They can't forget no, about that. They will not forget. You have to be that. over the age of <laughs> 40. Well, <laughs> 30 years ago, the second one. Hey, right? they'll, they'll trot Jim out there, too, now, and oh, they try to fire up the crowd. Yeah. So, yeah, That's they remember. Trust me. Yep. That's a good point. All right. Uh, we're back with another episode of Mixed Shots tomorrow. In the meantime, a belated happy birthday, Mickey Spagnola. <laughs> Go, Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!